Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Dave sent me a story from Fox 17 in Michigan, which is over towards Grand Rapids, a story on that side of the state. Michael Martin wrote it. Federal lawsuit accuses the owner of a taco place of tip pooling in a scheme and says that they uh, owe the employees back pay, according to the federal lawsuit. It was filed in federal court and lists 177 former employees who are seeking back pay and damages. So for those of you who know this, uh, this won't come as a surprise, but wait staff, waiters and waitresses are, are often paid less than minimum wage by the place they work at on the theory that, well, you'll get tips, it'll make that up, and by the time the dust settles, you'll be back to where you need to be pay-wise. Of course, the problem is that there are also restaurants and places that say, well, if you tip the wait staff, they've got to share those tips with the other people in restaurants. That's only fair. Why should the waiter or waitress get to keep that tip when someone cooked your food, someone else bust your table? Well, but they're the person who's providing us the service that is the final step in this transaction. So uh, the owner of a West Michigan-based taco place is facing a lawsuit from the feds over allegedly requiring some employees to give up tip money that will later be distributed to kitchen employees. The U.S. Department of Labor claims that the owner and operator of the restaurants failed to pay over 150 employees minimum wage and overtime when it was required on certain occasions. Initially filed in September, the Department of Labor is suing the man for allegedly violating the Fair Labor Standards Act at three locations in Grand Rapids, East Lansing, and Traverse City. For at least two years, the defendant and his restaurants maintained an unlawful tip pooling scheme in which they would take tips from servers and bartenders and redistribute those tips to kitchen staff in violation of the requirements. Now, the weird thing is I've heard of this happening before. This is not a surprising development. I've heard of this happening before. So I'm curious to know if they crack down on this everywhere they hear of it or if they crack down on it only when, by doing this, the wait staff isn't making minimum wage. The act prohibits requiring employees who customarily and regularly receive tips to turn over those tips to other employees who do not ordinarily receive tips. Well, that answers my question, doesn't it? <laughs> the government deems tip sharing as unlawful. The complaint argues that employees at these locations were deprived of receiving minimum wages and proper overtime pay. The lawsuit looks to force the owner to pay a list of employees the money they believe they're owed to back pay and tips they allegedly missed out on. And they do list 177 employees in the federal filing. According to documents, the U.S. Department of Labor conducted an investigation into the employment and pay practices at these three locations uh, back in October of 2020 through October of 2022. The owner is accused of requiring all tipped employees to give up a percentage of cash and credit card tips from each shift to their managers, who would then distribute the pooled tips among employees of the place including non-tipped employees working in the kitchen. The complaint also alleges that employees worked more than 40 hours a week without being paid a proper overtime rate, which is at least one and a half times regular pay. He's also accused of not keeping proper records. Oh, <laughs> specifically defendants failed to keep adequate and accurate records of the regular hourly pay, hours worked each workday and each work week, total daily and weekly straight time earnings, and total premium pay for overtime for employees working as servers, bartenders, and kitchen staff. Far too often, our investigators find restaurant industry employers violating the law when they fail to follow applicable wage laws for their employees. That's the uh, spokesperson for the U.S. Department of Labor's Wage and Hour Division. There are specific rules for paying tipped employees for how tips must be distributed for paying proper overtime 
and for keeping employment records. Now, Fox 17 reached out to the restaurant chain and got no response by time of press. Uh, it's a chain of three, so it's not like a, a huge multinational corporation or anything. Like I said, I've heard of this before, and I've always thought it was an unfair practice, not legally, but just ethically. So I go to a restaurant, and I get great service, great service. And the waitress or waiter is taking great care of me. So I go, okay, I'm going to tip this person really, really well. I tip them really, really well, not hoping that they're going to give that money to other people I haven't met. And I go to a restaurant, and I get lousy service. Um, most of the time, I still tip because I know how little they're paid. But if I get really bad service, that might be another thing. But I'm talking about just subpar service. I'm not going to tip much, but again, I'm not hoping that the money makes its way back to the kitchen. I'm tipping the server. And I think most people think that way. I do. Now, one of the things that I've discovered in the last few years, and I'm sure you've noticed this too, if you ever eat out, ever since COVID, it appears there's been a shortage of workers in the restaurant industry. And I've been in too many restaurants, more than I can count, in the last three years, where I go in, they're open, everybody's doing business. I look around, a whole bunch of empty tables. I say, great, uh, so many of us are here to eat. And they go, okay, it's going to be an hour wait. And they go, what's with those tables over there? Oh, we haven't got the wait staff to handle those tables. Unfortunately, you've got to pretend that those tables don't exist because we're not seating anybody at them all night long. It's like they're not there. We don't have the wait staff to handle the full complement of tables that we have here to take care of customers. And I've encountered it over and over and over again. And now, don't get me wrong, I don't blame anybody for that. I don't blame the restaurant, I don't blame the waiters, I don't blame the cooks, but that's just a reality in this business. So when I go someplace, especially nowadays, and there's someone working, and they do a good job, I tip really well. And in fact, I ate out on Saturday, and I tipped really well, but I also had a great waiter. Guy took care of me, so I tipped him really, really well. I hope he got to keep that money. Now, I, I'm, I'm, I'm suspecting he did because the restaurant he was at, but I don't know for sure. And I've heard about this many times, so it is an issue. But again, the feds say that there are laws on this stuff, and you need to know the laws. And so I, I, I've encountered people who've worked at really, really small businesses. And a friend of mine, for instance, worked at a pizzeria owned by a guy. This guy just bought this pizzeria. He's running a pizzeria now. And he's got to teach himself everything. And somebody apparently taught him how to work the pizza ovens and how to make pizzas. So he trained a bunch of teenage kids to work there. And the entire staff at this place was teenage kids. And I think the manager was like 18, that kind of thing. And I remember later hearing stories about things that happened there. And I'm like, I don't think that's legal. I, I, don't, I don't think that's legal. <laughs> Turns out... The guy didn't know what he was doing because he just bought the business, thought it'd be fun to own a pizzeria. And the profit margins on pizzas are quite good. And, you know, you train a couple high school kids to toss the pizzas and throw them in the oven and make that gigantic markup and you're off, off the races. But, of course, there's federal statutes you need to know about wages and tips and work safety. So, for instance, if you're also selling sandwiches and you're using a deli slicer, how old you've got to be to operate that, and how much trouble you'll get in if a 16-year-old kid takes his finger off on that. Those kinds of things. 
Not that these examples come from real life. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just talking here. These are all hypotheticals. You can't change my hypothetical. And if, if it sounds like I'm talking about you, contact me. We can talk about the good old days of this old pizzeria. I didn't work there, but I know people who did. So, but this is what's happening out in Grand Rapids and also Traverse City and East Lansing. Uh, and for those who don't know, Grand Rapids is the, the second biggest uh, metro area in Michigan after Detroit. East Lansing, of course, is the home of Michigan State University, right next door to Lansing, our state's capital. And Traverse City is up here, beautiful little tourist town. And so this uh, company owns three taco places, one each in those places. And there have been apparently some issues that the Fed spotted with how the tips were being distributed. So there you go. Dave, thanks for sending it. Fox 17 published that by Michael Martin. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Don't confuse your Google search with a law degree.